0: My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making a sound good, typing away on her other computer, and not looking at me as yes. I introduce her. Sorry, hi. She is the Duchess of the Dorks, and she's the namesake of the Ashley Pickle Memorial Hero of the Week Award. She's Ashley Pickle.
1: It's a big honor. It is. Yeah.
0: Maybe one day you can win it.
1: Maybe maybe so. Yeah. In, in memorial of myself. In memorial of yourself.
0: <laughs> uh, today is Thursday, September 10th, 2020. 77 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 1026. 1026, the whip for dick donovan in 1961 that's walks and hits per inning pitch whip 1.026 fifth best in franchise history say for the cool washington whip. senators back then
1: cool whip. <laughs>
0: um do we first four through the door
1: we sure do and it's the first four that they they started trying to guess when you're gonna say all right hit the theme expo so they did it like like quite a few people did it too early so the people who actually did it when the theme expo started playing were they they win today i'm Good job, uh, Rob Hadaway, Alan Shepard, Tony Blaylock, and William Dyson. Way to be patient and wait for the correct time to send those in.
0: This is like we
1: have rules. This is a competition.
0: I've got to like, tell you, we
1: gotta we gotta keep the stakes up. I always up. think
0: about I always think about like somebody. Who's like, you know, I've heard good things about that Texas football today show. Uh, I've heard that they've got a, a great producer and an adequate host. And I'm just gonna give them a try. And then they like parachute in, and the first thing is like there are rules to have your <laughs> name read on the air.
1: It is a it is a competition. And it's only like, the what? tough survive here. And like
0: the number of days until Thanksgiving. Just <laughs> a bizarre day. Uh, on today's show, friends, we're going an hour. We're doing it live. We'll do it live. We've got our weekend viewing guide. We're going to tell you how to spend your time this weekend because, you know, that's what we're here for. I guess we could theoretically start including Sunday now.
1: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Because
0: there is NFL on Sunday. There is. There's NFL, there's tonight, NFL tonight. tonight. There's NFL. There's college. There's NHL. There's NBA. Like, it is a large. Yeah. It is the first, like, legit f- large feeling sports night
1: and I realized yes- since est- March. Yeah, I realized yesterday that I am in over my head on pick em leagues and fantasy I just I just, and I just I just decided to, I just
0: decided to punt on this year I was just like I'm just not doing it for the season I'm just yeah. like there's too many um, I've got
1: a lot of stuff I have to also, get in order that's all fantasy <laughs> all
0: this going on too. so we'll have your viewing guy tell you what to watch then we're going to talk with the head coach of the Rusk Eagles the 2-0 and Rusk Eagles they won not all of three games last year they're already 2-0 and with their new coach Thomas Sitton uh, an, uh, an East Texas boy Three and 3 we're going to talk with him uh, coming up here in a moment then we got the picks, my high school football predictions uh, for week three of the Texas high school football season, and we'll round it all out with America's favorite segment, free money. But first, Pickle, Ew. we are going to start with your viewing guide, texasfootball.com. We have our high school football viewing guide up. Uh, at least 34, at last check, 34 links to uh, watch games this weekend. Um live on your computer on your device etc cetera, et cetera. at least 34 games of course please tune one of your televisions to fox sports southwest yes. and watch uh football friday from 8 to 11 and then high school scoreboard school live from 11 to 1 on friday night but um we are going to and and, and, and per, if, if you don't know what we're doing here i am going to work under the assumption that if there are multiple games going on at the same time mm-hmm you can only have a maximum of three screens. Okay? I feel like that's fair. I, I like if you have more. If you have more. Because
1: even you good can, for you. Yeah, TV, laptop, phone.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. If you're going to go three screens, okay. So when we get to Friday, I'm only going to nail nail down the three games you should be watching, uh, and then we'll get to Saturday. And then I guess we could include Sunday if you want to include like Cowboys and Texans and stuff. Although the Texans play tonight, so yeah, I guess watch the Texans if you want, but you don't need me to tell you that. Anyway. <laughs> Thursday night, tonight, 7 o'clock, point your computer to the link at texasfootball.com and watch Glen Rose and Fort Stockton. Uh, I believe this is the game that Step is going to be at. Yes, it is. Um, Glen Rose and Fort Stockton. Glen Rose uh, bounced back from a uh, a nice, um, uh, or I'm sorry, they kicked off the season really well with a uh, fantastic win over Springtown. That was, I'm sorry, Glen Rose, I should say. Glen Rose kicked off the season with a really nice win over um over Springtown and it kind of said, "Oh, okay, maybe they've arrived uh, a little bit." Uh, they are 2 and 0 feeling very good. Fort Stockton's an interesting case. Fort Stockton is 1 and 1, and this is the first game they're playing against somebody other than Alpine. Yeah. <laughs> they played if you did if you missed this. And and for those who don't know, both Alpine and Fort Stockton are quite far flung mm-hmm. out there in the far west Texas region. Um they are Uh, they just decided because of all the scrambling of non-district games they said hey alpine do you want to play twice why don't we just have a home and home and so i love that idea they opened at home with alpine and then the next week they played at alpine and they split the games they won 1915 in the opener at home and then they lost 20 to (laughs) 14 on the road we're like perfect this game at San angelo Stadium, uh so they're meeting a neutral site affair, so go watch Fort Stockton and Glen Rose, a game certainly worth your time uh there it uh at, at it's going on tonight seven p m kickoff There's also the Texans, but you know if you want to watch the Texans, do that on your own time. You can also watch I will also say um our our i guess we can't call him our buddy, but we like him a lot de King. <laughs> Derek King, a buddy relationship has to be like mutual. Yeah. Um, Derek King.
1: This is, this is a fan show. Is
0: um, on is, is making his debut tonight for Miami. Miami's playing UAB, mm-hmm. and so if you want to watch Derek King, former Houston quarterback and former Manville cornerback, if you want to see him make his debut for, for Miami, you can watch that
1: too. Who is not our buddy?
0: I mean, I like him. <laughs> I just think that he has he's new, at least at best neutral on it.
1: Yeah. Someone goes up and said, "Hey, Greg Depper called you a buddy." Right. We're like. Huh? <laughs> who?
0: Greg? Who? Craig Topper?
1: <laughs> Pepper? Okay. The Craig Topper?
0: Um, okay. So Friday, Friday night. Big sleep. Friday, 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 Friday. Night. This actually makes things more. I mean, I nobody's wishing for TCUSMU to get canceled, but because of that, you can just focus wholly on on high school football. Three games I want to focus on. One, 7:30 p.m. Uh, Rockdale and Lexington. Really interested in this matchup. Rockdale's looked fantastic. Quarterback Kobe Mitchell has been very strong uh, in, in the early going. Uh, the new quarterback there for Rockdale, he looks great. Jared Kerr, if you haven't watched Jared Kerr, the running back for, for Lexington, he's, a, he's committed somewhere, isn't he? Is he a Baylor commit? Um, Jared Kerr is a Baylor commit. No, I'm I'm sorry. He's not a Baylor commit, but I think he's considered a Baylor lean. Um, but Jerick Kerr, the the running back slash safety for Rockdale, is worth the price of admission alone. So watch this game, 7:30 p.m. tonight, Rockdale and Lexington. Uh, that is going to be worth your time. On your second screen, put on Waco, La Vega, and Corpus Christi. Cal Allen. Uh, we'll talk about this in the picks coming up here in a moment. Uh, to a great coaching matchup mm-hmm. between Phil Danaher and Ton Hyde. Uh, Two teams that are just super physical, like if you just like really hard hitting football, and teams just like smashing each other, you'll love this game. (laughs) It's going to be really, really (laughs) hard hitting. Right up your alley. This game's going on at Rattler Stadium in San Marcos, uh, a central, a neutral site matchup uh, between these two uh, state ranked four A teams. And so if you are into that kind of thing, and you should be if you're watching this show, oh, yeah. uh, then please check out uh, Corpus Christi, Cal Allen, and Wicca La Viga. Of course, we have the links for this at texasfootball.com. And finally, on your third screen, put on Wimberley and Lampasas. Um, Lampasas is off to a great start. That's not necessarily surprising. They're number mm-hmm. three in, our, in, our, in the state rankings. Uh, computer loves them, et cetera. I don't have to introduce Lampasas at this point. They're very good. They have Ace Whitehead. Um, Wimberley's interesting. And I think this is a real test for Wimberley because mm-hmm. their first two games, they've won, but I don't know if anybody would necessarily declare it to be like these resounding victories that you would expect from a team that, is, that played for a title last year. Right. They, they, they squeaked by, I almost said squuck. They squeaked by. Can we make
1: that a thing? Squawk. I'm kind of, they they kind of a by. fan of I that. I took
0: snuck and squeak, and I put them together. Squawk. They squawk by <laughs> Canyon Lake in the opener, 24-22. Scored in, like, the final minute. Then they beat Quero last week, 33-14. in a bad way right now. This is, I think, pretty clearly their biggest test of, the, of, the, of the, the year so far. And most importantly, and again, I think that, you know, part of it is that I think we got spoiled last year, mm-hmm. that the last time we saw Wimberley— their offense was just like it was probably the best offense in the state. It was like pumping. it was they were just running over people. They were feeling it. And now part of that is that it was late in the season. Part of it was that they had all these outstanding playmakers. Like there's a lot of mm-hmm. reasons why that they were that was great. Their offense so far has been okay. It's been yeah. fine. You know, new quarterback uh, in, in, in Matthew Tippy, I think has been solid. Solid, not spectacular. And again, like the problem is the problem's the curve. The problem right. is that we're grading them on the curve that the last time we saw them, their offense was so lights out, you couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Their offense has been okay. Their defense has been pretty solid, and I think could be a really interesting test for them. It's just a passes. learning curve. Yeah, for sure. So, um, Wimberley and Watch this game. I'm interested. At, 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 the, at the very least, you get the ace whitehead experience, and that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say Wimberley and That should be your third screen.
1: Quick side note. Yeah. Um, Ur- Urban Dictionary does have squawk in mm-hmm. it um it says to be squeaked i squupped the dog toy so anyway it's not an official word but it is recognized by urban dictionary which basically in my mind makes it a word look so you're just expanding your vocabulary at this point
0: you're welcome you're welcome we're an educational to broadcast. Be squeaked. finally <laughs> saturday saturday there's three college football games there's two games at seven o'clock uh one of them's on longhorn network depending on if you get longhorn network mm-hmm. that's uh, utep at texas um, then on ESPN Plus, um, you have Houston Baptist visiting Texas Tech. Both those games are on for now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All, every one of these games is on for now, I guess I should say. All written in It kind of gets a big asterisk. But the game that I'm most interested in is going on 2.30 p.m. Uh, Saturday on ESPN 2. Once again, my eyes will be on San Marcos and Bobcat Stadium as UTSA. Visits Texas State. It's the coaching debut of one Jeff Trailer, at least at the coach at the college level. Interested to see what his roadrunners look like. I'm interested to see if Texas State can kind of improve off of what they did last week. Um, I think this game has chance to be really good. This is a big. Ri- this is turning into a big rivalry game. Um, ish hates UTSA I shouldn't say that (laughs) but uh, it
1: is hashtag UTSA hate week as they say in San Marcus
0: Texas State and UTSA are starting to get starting to chirp a little bit and that's fun. This game should be pretty fun. pretty fun to watch. 2.30 uh, p.m. It's on ESPN2. If you want to watch UTSA and Texas State, that is my pick for how you should spend your Saturday. We only have three games, three college games in the state of Texas on Saturday. We were going to have five this week. Thanks a lot, coronavirus. Yeah. But uh, we I was will... a fan
1: of the three-game slate last week. It was, like, the perfect amount. Yeah. Like, but, obviously, more football is great, but... Yeah, but
0: like... here's the problem. Last week, we had 2.30, 6.30, mm-hmm. and 8.00
1: yeah this this
0: one we've got 230 and 7 and 7
1: yeah that sucks
0: and it's like now look we'll get to this in free money
1: Uh, i maybe not
0: i don't think that um i don't think that there is i don't think utep and texas or houston baptist and texas tech are going to be particularly interesting at least from like a competitive standpoint. I think they're very, very clear favorites in those games. But if you're a Tech fan or you're a Texas fan or you're a UTEP fan or you a Houston Baptist fan, obviously you want to watch that game. Texas State and UTSA, even if they were all going on at the same time, that would still be the pick for me. So that's how you should spend your weekend. Of course, TexasFootball.com, we've got links to more than 30 games that you can watch Texas high school football games across the state compiled by our own Ishmael Johnson, TexasFootball.com, where you can find our viewing guide. We are Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on Texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at Texasfootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That would be a lot of fun if you did that. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get all sorts of great uh, online content uh, exclusive to insiders, including uh, our premium high school football podcast, Tep and Step. We have game ranks, so if you want to know what game you should watch this weekend, we've got every game ranked this week. Uh, We also have computer rankings of every Texas high school football team, computer projections of every Texas high school football game game um etc etc uh you get access to our archives a lot of great stuff on texasfootball.com subscribe if you become a dave campbell's texas football insider good
1: we are good to go my cool. friend
0: pickle let's go to the hotline and let's bring in the head coach of the two and oh the undefeated undisputed rusk eagles we are joined by coach thomas Sitton. coach are you
2: doing good we're, we're on our way right now we're uh we just got our uh, brand new jerseys finally came in so we're, we're gonna try to surprise the kids tomorrow
0: well let me tell you uh that is the most small school texas high school football thing i think i've heard is uh everyone thinks this job is just x's and o's you being in your car going to get jerseys is proof that uh, proof of the opposite i would say
2: yeah, the COVID has put the whoop on everybody for sure. <laughs> Man, ain't that even even Nike? <laughs> ain't, ain't
0: ain't that the truth? Uh, Coach, you guys are off to a fantastic start there at two and zero. You know, this is a team that that only won three games last year. Um, overall, from from your first two games, and by the way, you know, wins over over teams that aren't lunch meat in in, in in Fairfield and Crockett. What have you seen from your squad in the first two games that has you encouraged? Yeah,
2: the the probably the most encouraging thing is how our effort is and how hard we're playing right now. Uh, You know, the kids are going out on Friday nights and and playing extremely hard for 48 minutes. And right now, you know, we, we're having good things and bad things and they just keep on fighting and keep on playing. And uh, we've got a great group of kids that we're getting to coach. Uh, They love each other and, and just playing so hard for each other every Friday night.
0: Coach, you got hired there at, at Rusk in in February uh, and then you got the most uh, wild offseason of all time. Um, yes, sir. How, how, have you, how, has your, how have you seen your relationship with your players in a time where you guys have not been able to be in the same room as much as you'd like? How have you gone about helping to develop the relationship with your players that we know is so important to winning on Friday night? Well,
2: you know, like it was tough on us at first, you know, because we we knew names and and and, you know i got to come in about a week and a half before spring break and that's when it hit and of course we were you know shut down forever and we we knew faces we knew you know we'd seen names on paper and it was it was hard to get to know those kids but so thankful for the uil you know letting us come back in june and get our summer strength and conditioning go and get some uh, sports skills and stuff like that. And that's when we started, really started developing things uh, as far as relationships with the kids. We've got a a phenomenal staff there at Rust that, you know, they love coaching ball. uh, They love the kids and everything's just, you know, it's meshing out real well right now.
0: We're talking with Thomas Sitton, the head coach of the Rusk Eagles here on Texas Football Today. Get involved with the conversation in hashtag TF Today. Coach, one guy that I know has, has been really strong for you in the, in, in the early going has been your junior quarterback, Owen McCown. Here's a guy who's thrown for uh, you know, four touchdowns, run for another three in your first couple of games. Uh, you know, As an underclassman, what, ha- what have you seen from your signal caller so far that, that has you optimistic?
2: he's a he's a special type kid you know he's a team first guy uh, you know and he's got some you know he comes from some pretty good stock uh but it's just come in and, and and best with our kids well uh he's a extremely hard worker he's a great competitor and you know he he's got some uh he's got some great talent that he can he can throw that ball really well and we knew that, you know, just watching him in practice, but, uh, you know, when he decides to tuck it down and run with it, you know, he could really run with it well, too. So, just proud of the kid that he is, you know, just a, a great kid, hard worker, good leader, and uh, just expect him to get better and better throughout the years as, you know, he learns learns a little bit more and more about our offense.
0: What have you seen from the defensive side? You're a guy who, who's always been a defensive guy. Uh, going back to your time at uh, you know, that, that title team at Chapel Hill, uh, had obviously a great offense, but when I think of that team, I think, I think most importantly about how the defense kind of led the way. So far, what is your assessment of, of, of your defense? I know that was a, a, a spot where you, uh, this is only a team that had four starters back from, from last year, but the results seem promising, at least from my perspective, uh, in the early going.
2: Well, you know, like like I talked about earlier, you know, we are we are not very big at all. Uh, you know, we've got one defensive lineman that's 173 pounds, got another one about 190, got another one about a you know 195. Uh, but the effort that they're playing with right now, their their want to get to the football has been great, and hopefully we you know just continue to build upon that. You know, early in the year normally when you're you know you're tracking effort you're tracking loaves throughout a game you know there's there's usually a lot and we haven't had a whole lot you know those kids are really playing hard for each other and truly want to get to the football and that's the most important thing you can do on defense is 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 want kids to want to go hit it
0: I want to ask you a little bit about your district uh, because you know you take the job at Rusk um, and, and knowing full well what you're getting into <laughs> you're in there 10-4A uh, yep. oh, Division, Division 2 with Carthage Jasper Center who's been very strong so far. Uh, when you take a look and I know that you're working through non-district <laughs> right now but when you take a look at, at your district uh, that you'll see down the road what what uh, what's your assessment of it? Uh, it's
2: going to be a tough district no doubt. You know you've got Carthage and all their state championships jasper's a prolific great football team centers centers playing really well right now and you know we just you know i'm just hoping as the season goes we just continue to get better and better and better where uh you know we can get up there and on those friday nights compete real well with them and give them everything we
0: got but the next one up, of course, is tomorrow night, seven thirty p.m. Uh, tomorrow night, you guys are traveling to Wildcat Stadium in Palestine to take on uh, the Wildcats of Palestine. Uh, I'm not going to ask you to give away your game plan or anything like that. But when you take a look at what you're up against uh, tomorrow night, what, what what do you see?
2: Yeah, Coach Angel uh, has done a great job with that program. Um, you know, him and his coaching staff have got those kids playing really hard. Uh, they're real big uh as big a team as I've ever seen as far as up front o line and d line and uh that could that could uh you know that's gonna be tough on us, but hopefully our kids are ready to go and and we keep playing hard for forty eight minutes and and come out on top with it uh finally, they run the defensively uh they run well to the football and then offensively they run that wing t stuff that you know is it's pretty foreign nowadays. Uh, but do a great job executing it. Uh,
0: Thomas Sitton of Rusk joining us here on Texas football today. One last question for you coach. I know you're busy uh, on a day before a game, but um, you're a guy who's from, from Cushing. Uh, you, you went to Stephen F. Uh, of course, I think most people who know your, who, who know you, know you from, uh, from your time at, as the head coach at Chapel Hill, uh, where you led them to that 2011 title. Uh, you coached Jacksonville, you coached Alto, a couple other stops along the way. Um this was you your your most recent job was was there at at Judson there in San Antonio. Um is it fair to say that it was important for you to get back to East Texas because I just I just look at your resume and I'm like, boy, this is a this is a guy who's <laughs> who who thrives in the eastern half of the state.
2: Well, you know, I had a great time at Judson. Uh, you know, Judson's a great program. Kids love playing football there, but you know when the rush job came open um, you know, me being from Cushing, my wife's from Jacksonville. Mm. Uh, it just gave us a chance to come back home, and you know, we love the pine trees. Uh, we love East Texas, and and you know, that was the main reason for uh, for us coming back. You know, we want our we've got two boys, and love having them around family, and just glad to be back home. We and like I said, we loved living in San Antonio, but East Texas is definitely home for us. <laughs>
0: He's Thomas Sitton. He's the head coach of the 2-0 Rusk Eagles. Tomorrow night, they're taking on the Palestine Wildcats. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations on the fantastic start, and uh, go get them tomorrow night. And, uh, and, and, and tell us how, uh, how those uh, kids like those jerseys.
2: Oh, yes, sir. Sure will. Appreciate it.
0: There he goes. Thomas Sitton, the head coach. The Rusk Eagles join us here on Texas Football Today. Yeah, he was um, that was uh, he. he was at Chapel Hill 2011 when he led them to that, that state championship, um, and then he he was at Judson most recently, but you look up and down his resume and it's all East Texas. He's a guy mm-hmm. who's, who's who's from East Texas, and uh, and 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 it made a lot of sense whenever um, whenever he got hired at Rusk, I would like that. That clicked with me. I was like, uh-huh, that, that makes sense. He's going home. He's going He's going back right. east, which, you know, is is is, is home for him.
1: So. I love the pine tree comment because every person that I've talked to that really, really loves East Texas, that's one of the first things that they say. We love the pine trees. Love the pine trees. I man. could not agree more. Love the pine trees. Love it.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, so we appreciate Thomas Sitton, uh, the head coach, joining us here on Texas Football today. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at TCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Campbell's, And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. Hey, friends, why don't you join us in celebrating 100 years of UIL football on Friday, September 25th, At AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington, it is a doubleheader for Texas Football Days, kicking off uh, the full, I guess, centennial celebration for the UIL. Uh, At 4.05 p.m., it'll be Arlington Martin taking on Denton Ryan. Uh, And then at 8.05 p.m., it'll be Longview, the Lobos, taking on the Wildcats of Temple. Tickets are on sale now. You have to buy tickets ahead of time. Tickets Mm -hmm. will not be available on game day. You have to buy them ahead of time. You can visit SeatGeek.com to purchase. You can also find, there's a splash page on TexasFootball.com if you want to buy the tickets there. Uh, SeatGeek.com or on TexasFootball.com. You can buy tickets to the Texas Football uh, 100 Years of UIL kickoff celebration at AT AT&T Stadium Friday, September 25th, Uh, Arlington Martin and Den Ryan, and Longview and temple and the games of course will be broadcast on fox sports southwest as part of the texas football day celebration so mark your calendars get your tickets now seatgeek.com you can also find a link at texasfootball.com for that awesome event
1: it'll be a fun time it'll be fun we're excited
0: here we are excited
1: (laughs) you don't look very excited i am excited what what do you want want me jump up and down Ah! preferably yeah
0: It is week three of the Texas high school football season. There are games scattered hither and yon. Hither and yon. You look to hither, there are games. You look to yon, there are games.
1: Oh, this is just terrible.
0: (laughs) I made predictions for some of the biggest games across (laughs) the state. Here are my my Texas high school ball predictions for week three of the Texas high school football season. Texas football today. We're into the third week of the Texas high school football season with heavyweight matchups all across the state. These are the picks. (laughs) Welcome into The Picks, presented by Visit Arlington, your guide to Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in into week three of the Texas high school football season we go. And remember, we're still dealing with only 4A and below so far. 6A and 5A teams did start practice this week, and so they are on track to start playing games in a couple of weeks, September 24th. Through 26, But until then, we got an opportunity to shine a spotlight on the smaller schools. And there's huge small school games all across the state. We start in San Marcos. 7.30 p.m. Friday night at San Marcos' Rattler Stadium. It's a neutral site clash for 4A supremacy. As the Corpus Christi Cal Allen Wildcats take on the La Vega Pirates. What are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, Cal Allen's running game against La Vega's linebackers. And this is the premier matchup in this game because... These are two units that are just absolutely at the top of their game. For Cal Allen, Jeremiah Earls leads this wing T attack that is extremely hard to stop. Just ask Jurdenton last week as they ran wild all over the Indians. Meanwhile, going up against La Vega, whose defense is not only great, but their linebackers specifically are excellent with linebacker DeMarquise Hayes and Jordan Rogers, This is the strength-on-strength matchup here. Cal Allen loves to run the ball, and La Vega loves to hit. So... What happens when those two meet? Key number two, wake up call. And this goes out to the La Vega offense. So La Vega always been a defense first team, whether it's under coach Don Hyde or his predecessor, Willie Williams, they pride themselves on defense, but the offense usually pretty good as well. First couple of games though, both wins, but offense kind of scuffled a little bit. And now it may get even more interesting as quarterback Era Rawls is apparently out for this and some more upcoming games. That's going to put a lot more pressure on the running game with Jesse Major Sterling and Jarquay Walton. Can they carry the load? Can this offense get going? Because if Cal Allen's going to score, La Vega's got to score too. So can the La Vega offense wake up? Key number three, nice to meet you. In this very strange 2020 season, this is pretty much as on brand as Texas high school football can get. Because of the way that this game came together. You know, La Vega was just kind of searching for anybody to play. Cal Allen, kind of the same way. Uh, and then they just decided to meet up on a neutral site. And this is a really interesting matchup because, as far as I can tell, they've never seen one another. These are two programs that have been around a long time, and yet they've never met on a football field. This is the first time that these two teams will see one another. And in a lot of ways, it's going to be a stylistic clash. You've got a lot of big time athletes with a lot of speed on the La Vega side going up against this grinding wing T offense against Cal Allen. Uh, you know, familiarity breeds contempt. There is no familiarity between these two teams. So when they see each other on the field for the first time, what happens? Who am I picking? I 'm going with La Vega. I think that the defense is going to continue to be one of the very best in class 4A, if not the entire state, and that front seven is just ferocious. I think they actually match up pretty well against this Cal Allen offense. Even though they run the wing T, you know, La Vega has seen the wing T before and they've stopped it. So that's an advantage, I think, for La Vega. Now, of course, they've got to get the offense going. And Cal Allen's defense has been pretty good. You know, last week against Jurdenton, they got lit up a little bit, but their defense has been pretty good. I think this has a chance to be a really close matchup. But in the end, I think that this comes down to the La Vega running game. I think Jarquay Walton and Jesse Major Sterling are able to get enough done. I think this game is close, and I think it's extremely physical. But I think La Vega comes away with a win. Let's go to 2A, 7 p.m. Friday night at Panther Stadium in Panhandle. It's a big-time small school matchup, as the Vega Longhorns take on the Panhandle Panthers. What are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, the freight train and the wall. The freight train, in this instance is the Panhandle offense, which has been ridiculous. 57 points per game through their first two contests. That ranks seventh among all 11-man teams that have played two games so far. Uh, quarterback Landon Hack has been outrageous, and he has a big variety of weapons around him. Going up against the wall, which is the Vega defense. Here is a complete list of 11-man UIL teams that have pitched two shutouts this year. Ready? It's Italy, SNS Consolidated, Bangs, and Vega. That's it. There's four teams that have pitched two shutouts. The Vega defense has been fantastic with their linebacker, Brady Timon, leading the way. And so this is the immovable object against the unstoppable force. What happens when the freight train meets the wall? Key number two, Vega's quarterback play. Quarterback Ryan Grewunder has taken over this Vega offense, and he has been very, very sharp. Last week against Boys Ranch, he rang up 250 yards total offense and five Total touchdowns, but this is a big test for the junior. It's only going to be his third start of his career, and furthermore, he's going on the road to a hostile environment. This is a big test for him. Can Ryan Growunder come up big in a big moment? And key number three, statement game. I don't want to overstate things, but I do think that this non-district matchup is an opportunity for both teams to send a message to their regional bunkmates. Uh, For Panhandle, they reside in 2A Division 1, Region 1. That's where Post is. Of course, they played for a title last year. Cisco, San Saba. I think a win here could make Panhandle a contender in 2A Division 1, Region 1. And then you have Vega. Vega's in 2A Division 2, Region 1, and there it's kind of wide open. Wellington is probably the favorite right now, but Wink is there. Stratford looms as well. Clarendon, I think, is a sleeper in that region. If vega can win this game especially on the road against a bigger team i think they would announce their arrival as a big time contender into a division two region one so in this non-district matchup who can make a statement who am i picking i'm going with panhandle i think this game is close and i'm really interested to see what happens when landon hack takes aim at this lights out vega defense but i think being at home is going to help and furthermore uh, remember, Vega is punching up a weight class. This is 2A Division II Vega against 2A Division I Panhandle. I wonder if that depth advantage for the Panthers is going to pay dividends down the road. Now, I do think that this game has a chance to be very close, especially if the Vega offense can continue what it's been doing through the first two games. But for now, I'm going with the explosive offensive Panhandle. Give me the Panthers. 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Eagle Stadium in Lexington. Big-time matchup between the Lexington Eagles and the Rockdale Tigers, and you have an established superstar going up against what may be a budding superstar. The established superstar here is Lexington running back Jared Kerr. This guy's awesome, and it's really fun to watch this Lexington team decide to just kind of make the entire plane out of Jared Kerr. Like, why not just feed him the rock? He's the best player on the field. Let him do his thing. And he has been fantastic through their first two games. Going up against Rockdale and new quarterback Kobe Mitchell, who was sensational last week in his debut. He was absolutely lights out everything you want from a quarterback. And by the way, Rockdale has a history of putting out great quarterbacks. I think this game is close. I think it has a chance to be really, really fun. But in the end... I think Rockdale comes away with a very narrow win. 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Don Meredith the stadium in Mount Vernon. It is a 3A clash between the Paul Pewitt Brahmas and the Mount Vernon Tigers, and this is a really interesting stylistic clash. You know, Mount Vernon looked awful good in their game last week. It was weather-shortened, but they put a hurtin' to Pittsburgh. Quarterback Brock Neller leads this wide-open spread offense. He has been fantastic so far going up against Paul Pewitt. And that slot T attack, and they have been really, really sound so far. Kadrian Johnson leads a grinding running attack that I think in many ways is designed to beat teams like Mount Vernon. This is a team that likes to play keep away. They're going to control the time of possession, control the line of scrimmage. That's what they want to do, shorten the game, shorten the number of possessions that this explosive Mount Vernon attack is going to have. I think this game's really interesting, and the stylistic clash has me very intrigued I think Paul Pewitt though, comes away with a very close win. But those are far from the only big games in week three of the Texas high school football season. Let's get to the lightning round. Really interested in this one. I like Winthorpe over Archer City. Surprise matchup of unbeatens. I like Comfort to edge Marion and give me Dangerfield out east to beat Sabine. I like East Chambers over Hampshire. Fennette Franklin bounces back with a win over Cameron Yeo, and keep an eye on this one. I like El Campo, just barely over Port Lavaca, Calhoun. Maybe the best game in the state this week. I like Hamlin over Albany. Give me Fredericksburg over Gonzalez, and I think Lampasas gets by Wimberley. Melissa squeaks by Pottsboro, and Groveton beats Joaquin. Pleasant Grove bounces back with a win over Paris. Schulenburg stays hot with a win over Yorktown, and I like the Armadillos of San Saba over the Punchers of Mason. I'm going with white-hot offenses this week. I like Tyler Chapel Hill, over Terrell. Give me Sundown to stay hot with a win over Abernathy. And Wink beats Alpine. Wichita Falls City View beats Seymour. I like Center to keep the momentum with a win over Gladewater. And in our six-man game of the week, give me Rankin over Borden County. And those are the picks. What am I wrong about? Which games did I leave out? Leave comments down below. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks for watching. Enjoy week three of the Texas High School football season. We'll see you. There it is. My predictions for week three of the Texas High School football season. Per use, you can find those on our YouTube page. What's well, YouTube.com slash Dave Campbell's TF? Yes. Is that right? Um, find them there. A lot of good stuff there. Or
1: there are a ton of new videos up, by the way, if you haven't checked out the
0: YouTube If you page. like hashtag content, you can find that. But in any <laughs> case, go check that out. Um, and, yeah. Um, as always, I predict, I can guarantee that I got at least one of those right. So, check that out. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbell's, Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbell's, And of course, see us at texasfootball.com, texasfootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State.
1: That's a fact.
0: We have arrived.
1: <laughs> no.
0: At a We're supposed truly s- wonderful time of the week. Like a one. really, a really, this segment I would say canceled. unifying moment. I would say that this is the kind of thing that unites an, a broken nation. That's that's what this is. That's what this segment is. It's America's favorite segment. That's right. It's time for free money. Free money. My college football picks against the spread. Decent week last week. Went two and one. My picks. Um, Texas State kind of uh, threw a wrench into things, but uh, two and one off to a good start.
1: At least there hitting was a sixty six percent. This is percent.
0: Hitting sixty-six percent right now. Batten six sixty-six, the number of the beast. Lot to get to this week, including a grand total of three games. <laughs> there were supposed to be five. Then TCU SMU got canned last week, and then this week Baylor Louisiana Tech got canned, and so now we are down to simply three games. Um, so the worst I could be is two and four after this week. Let's hope that's not the case because that would mean we I would love two. to see
1: that. That would that's the perfect case. That's the case that the people want. Pickle. Yeah. Our first game. All right. Up first, we've got UTSA at Texas State, two thirty p.m. on Saturday. The Bobcats favorite at home by eight.
0: By eight. I will be honest. The first time I saw this. It was at six and a half, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I liked that a lot more. So this is the debut for Jeff Trailer as the head coach at UTSA. And look, I think there's plenty of reasons to like what UTSA is going to be this year. Uh, they have uh, a playmaker in Sincere McCormick that I think is an all-conference type guy. He's impressive. I, I think that they have a number of... Um, I think they've got a number of playmakers that make me really excited uh, to see what they're able to put together. Um, I also don't know if it's going to happen uh, in week one. That's one thing that I'm I'm a little concerned about. Um, I think that, again, their running game, I think, has a chance to be good. Offensive line does bring back three of their five starters, including Spencer Burford. Um, This is a team that I think I'm glad that they are. it sounds like they're going to turn to Frank Harris to be their guy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's long overdue. Uh, I think their offense has a chance to hum. You know, Texas State in their opener was really solid. We we spent a lot of time kind of being effusive they in our praise for them. Um, and I think a lot of this comes down to how sharp Brady McBride is. I think that they've got a chance to be pretty good. I want to see what that offensive line is able to do this week against what figures to be a decent... Uh, you know a decent front seven not maybe not a classic front uh, like the best front seven that UTSA has ever had but a decent front seven I will say this I think this is a one score game and that's why I think that this game that's why I was a lot more intrigued by Texas State minus six and a half Texas State minus eight makes this a little bit easier for me I'm gonna take UTSA in the points um, I like UTSA to cover the eight I think that I I, I like Texas State outright but I think this is like a three to seven point game. I think that this is a closer game than eight points. I like UTSA to cover this. I'm gonna go UTSA uh plus eight uh against Texas State in their opener. I think they're able to keep this thing close. Give me something along the lines like thirty one twenty seven. Something like that. So I'm gonna go with UTSA plus eight. What is our next game? Pickle. <laughs>
1: The next game, the UTEP Miners heading to DKR to face number 14, Texas, 7 p.m. on Saturday. Texas favored by 43. My lord. Whew. (sighs) I mean, that's goodness. I mean, okay,
0: I I want to start with this. I want to start with this. Texas is going to win the game. I'm confident in that, okay? Texas, it would be one of the biggest upsets ever if they were to lose this game. Yes. Texas is going to win the game. Um The one thing I will say about this is that if you're looking for a relative weakness for Texas, it might be at, like, the front seven. Mm-hmm. It might be, especially at the linebacker core. We have big questions about the linebackers. And so, for a team that did have some success running the ball last week in UTEP, if they're able to get that going, then maybe maybe we got a little something there. Um now I want to be very clear about this. This is the fourth time that these two teams have met. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. It was 41 7 last time. It was 64 7 the time for us, 42 13 the other time. Okay. Forty three points is a ton. And look, this is a debut for Texas. Maybe they're a little rusty, right? Um, but I also think I also think that the offense is probably going to be able to have their way. I can't believe I'm gonna say this.
1: Oh my god, are you really?
0: I'm gonna take Texas minus forty three. Okay. I'm gonna take Texas minus forty three. I think this I think they're able to cover that. I think this I think they're able to score in the fifties. And then the idea is can they hold down UTEP? The other question is gonna be can UTEP kind of like control the clock and keep the ball away from Texas. I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but I'm gonna take Texas minus forty three. I think they yeah, cover it. A, mm. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go something like fifty six to seven. Okay? I like that. I'm going to go with Texas minus 43. Right. That's a lot. Yeah, you're,
1: you're, throwing, you're throwing those chips in the pot right I like there it. on that
0: one. I was, I, look,
1: Texas, Obviously, I, Texas I is a very
0: clear favorite in this game. Yeah. I think they're going to be able to at least wear down UTEP towards the stretch. And maybe this game is like 35-10 to 10 at halftime or 30, something like that. But I think that it they're going to be able to stretch that lot. thing out in the, in, the, in the second half. I'm going to take Texas minus 43.
1: Right. And finally, Pickle. All your chips are in one pot now, so let's see what you do with this one. Houston Baptist at Texas Tech, seven p.m. on Saturday, and there's no line on this.
0: No line. So it's because FCS versus FBS, and we could find a line, but I think that that is against the um, the spirit of free money. So you just want last to play week, <laughs> last week, Houston Baptist looked okay offensively late, at least against North Texas. They were able to... Bailey Zabby did throw the ball like 63 times. They're going to come out. We know what they're about. Mm-hmm. They're going to throw the ball. I do think, though, that the secondary for Texas Tech is pretty strong. Is, I think it's better. I think it's, I, I'll i go on record saying it's better than North Texas. Okay? Uh, I think they're going to yeah. be able to, able to hold him down a little bit further. If Austin Ani was carving up Houston Baptist, yeah. Alan Bowman... Is, is going, going to, to really, is yeah. going to take a just a machete to them i think that alan bowman puts up big numbers i think that texas tech comes away with a big win um i like texas tech in this one obviously but i think tech gets a big win uh give me the red raiders to beat the huskies and so there is free money for week three I guess week two of Texas High School Tech College football. I like UTSA plus eight at Texas State. I like Texas minus 43 at home against UTEP. And then I'm going to take Texas Tech outright at home against Houston Baptist.
1: I'm kind of glad you went with the Texas 43 because... Because it's something to chase. Well, that and the... Obviously, Houston Baptist versus Tech having no line is... That's an easy layup. It's a layup. That's an easy layup. Well, you'd think. You never know. I would love it if it wasn't. It would be crazy. Come on, if it Houston wasn't. Baptist, show me um, what you got. But yeah,
0: I I I think that Texas—that's the one that obviously is going to be interesting. I just don't think that UTEP, especially on the road, is going to have the horses to keep this thing anything close.
1: I just know that if they do cover by forty-three, I am getting a text Saturday night. Like, you are going to say, "Hey, they covered."
0: Like, if they win, like sixty-three to six. Yeah,
1: I am going to get a. What were you saying?
0: You might. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't taunt you that much. Uh,
1: with free money, that's. I that's don't taunt you. One.
0: I taunt the world. I taunt the gambling.
1: Yeah, world. I'm just the only one in the Slack chat that has an at that you can actually at. So,
0: sure enough, that's true.
1: The whole world does not have an at in ad the in the Slack chat. Add pickle. You see, what's go- add pickle.
0: <laughs> you see what's going on in Austin.
1: Yeah, exactly. To
0: Fifty-five to nothing at <laughs> yeah. halftime. Like, Aha. And now, after America's favorite segment, we go to no, America's actual, second favorite segment. Actual favorite. Final segment. thoughts.
1: Um, let's look. Here. I had something from earlier oh me said that we should do a uh an urban dictionary word of the day
0: that seems super dangerous
1: yeah we could get in big trouble but
0: that seems super dangerous like there are some (laughs) phrases that pickle uses around uh, around the office off air that i have to google and i have to look on urban dictionary and i am just horrified
1: oh yeah i'm just slandering people day in and day out in this office it is
0: i mean i didn't even know that you could do that (laughs) it's just mm, gross Mm. Uh, no, we're not gonna we've got enough bits on this show. We're trying to add new new listeners and new viewers. So um we're gonna we're gonna put a uh we add, we added we added our bit last week, which is the <laughs> Dave Campbell's Texas Football, Texas Football Today, Ashley Pickle Memorial Fun Run for the Cure for America Hero of the Week. Um <laughs> but we will uh hold off on new bits at least for
1: I should start Thursday morning I should l- start tweeting out the uh the clip of Pam picking up the phone for the fun run yes that's that's a prime clip yeah
0: so yeah all right that's gonna do it for us thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbells follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbells and of course see us at texasfootball.com thanks to thomas Sitton of rusk for being our guest for ashley pickle i'm greg tepper vince young please can get your player of the year trophy we'll see you tomorrow for mailback friday on texas football today